Hi friends, and welcome to The Spirit Scoop with Michelle. Michelle is just your typical grounded Taurus, Canadian loving girl who loves everything spiritual. Michelle is a spiritual medium, a Reiki master, and an angel reader. Get ready each week to dive into Michelle's own lived experiences, spiritual guidance and tips, awesome guests, and lots and lots of spirits, of course. Together, we'll feel inspired. We may learn something new. We'll learn to trust in spirit. And don't be surprised if you have a lot of OMG moments. So now's your time to grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and we're about to start. Here's your host, Michelle Lindsay. Today's been a day. I'm just like, I was running home and my gas is on, like the orange light is on. And I'm just like panicking. My phone's dead. And I was like, oh no. And then just traffic. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to get home. And then I was like, I'm going to grab a glass of wine. And there's like this much left of in the fridge. Oh no. Oh no. And then I was like, wait, I have another one in the cupboard. And then it's like, I don't have a corkscrew. And I was like, okay, (laughs) fiance, you're at the grocery store. Can you get me a corkscrew? (laughs) And can you walk the dog? Thank you. (laughs) So, but now we're here. So that's awesome. Thank you for being so patient. Yeah, no problem. I will just give it to you, like however you would like to introduce yourself. My name is Nicole Rodriguez. My husband and I formed Blue Sky Healing is the name of our company. I am from New Jersey. Maybe about four years ago or so, we started diving into like more energy healing, holistic healing, mostly because our youngest son had still has kidney issues that really led us down a path to try to figure out other ways to help support him because we didn't really feel that supported by Western medicine. They were helpful in taking his labs and everything, but really not doing anything to help improve his kidney function. So my husband and I were like, okay, well, somebody's got to do something. So Um, I got certified in the emotion code, mind, body, spirit release. And then um, my newest certification is the global energy method. All of these things helped me get my holistic health practitioner license. That's the road that I went down. And then my husband does sound healing and he's a Reiki master. And we both work with the scanner, the AO scan mobiles. That's kind of where we're at now, but it's been a journey. I'll just say that it's been a long journey and we're excited for the future and everything amazing that's going to be in store with these modalities and helping other people. That's amazing. Um, I love how you can just, you created something that you needed to use on the daily to like enhance and make your lives easier and feel more healthy. So Blue Sky Healing, you and your husband created this business. I didn't know that it was your own business. Yes, it's our own business. So it's named after our youngest son is um, Kyle, but we have two older children. So like when we brought him home, he just became like baby Kai, baby Kai. So it's blue sky with Kai's name in it, healing. Okay. Oh, do we, do you have three boys or two? Uh, No, I have one girl and two boys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. My oldest is a, is, is a girl. She's 12. And then I have an eight-year-old. And then now Kai is going to be six this month. Mm. Yeah. 
okay. Yeah, yeah. You have your hands full. <laughs> your business <laughs> and your kids and mom in all the time. Yeah, I guess I should have started with how we met was through like a development program. And we were in the same class. I think we did, was it all three levels together? All three levels. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been interesting. So we've got to know each other. And then I also um, got to, to got to try your, what is the exact name for the scanner? So it's the AO scanner. Yeah. It's a biofeedback frequency device. So not only does it scan the body and find the imbalances energetically that exist in the body, it also like helps to push the body back into balance by giving you the, they're called blueprint frequencies. So it's like kind of where your body should sit if it's in homeostasis. What's cool about it is the, the scanner will pick up things like, and it could just be like your chakras are off or maybe you have a meridian that's out or if it goes through your vitals, it can detect if um, maybe your cortisol is high or your homocysteine is high. And over time, you're going to keep shifting that back into balance by just like a click of a button. It's that easy. Uh, over time, like what you're doing energetically manifests in the physical. So you help your body to kind of shift into a place where energetically you're in balance and therefore like the physical can come to balance too and and kind of heal itself so Mm -hmm. it's been it's been awesome yeah I love it that's why you're here today because like you are on speed dial anytime I'm feeling (laughs) anytime I get COVID which has been like a handful of times or anytime I get sick or times where I want to um, prevent getting sick right I even take it like when my partner gets sick I was like, I have this big trip coming up. I cannot be sick. I already paid for it. It's very expensive. Like every time he gets sick first, I'm always getting sick after. It's like, I I live with him. I can't avoid it. And I actually didn't get sick. And then I think with that one, you just kind of sent me frequencies to build up my immune system. Is that correct? Yeah. So what's cool about this is like, you don't have to actually even have your own scanner you can send frequencies to anyone anywhere in the world that you put in the scanner so once you add a profile of a person in with like their information it's through the quantum field that these frequencies can find the direct target and send you the balancing frequency it goes right to your body for people that maybe don't understand as much about how frequency works I usually like to explain it as like using your your car like key fob to open up your car. So that's frequencies. It matches with your personal car. So if you click the button, no other car is going to open. <laughs> it's only your car, you know? I feel like when I start explaining all the different ways that frequency is used, even just, you know, using the satellite for getting your cable running or, you know, like there's so many different things that you can think about when you use frequency Mm -hmm. that it makes it more mainstream and people aren't as maybe like confused or like, well, I don't know much about it. It's, we use it all the time. So when you think of it like that, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's almost easier to like understand, oh, okay, cool. So you know, if I'm starting to get sick and you can send me frequencies to um, help my throat stay, like, you know, avoid getting any inflammation in the, in the throat or 
you know, help to keep your head clear and your, you know, drain out anything from your sinuses or your lymphatic system, maybe run a bacterial or a viral detox just to make sure that like nothing's sticking in your energy. It just like opens up a whole like stream of frequencies there to help you to get into better alignment with yourself so that you're able to fight off something. That's how it worked for you. So like, let me bring up, um, I'm going to bring up that list because I just want to tell you what some of the frequencies were in that. So I call that one my immune uh, booster list. Let me just pull it up. Okay. Yeah, for that, lymph glands plugged is like a big one because your lymphatic system, you want to make sure that you're like draining everything out so if you're holding on to any any kind of like stuck energies you're not going to be able to let the flow of whatever kind of like if you've been in contact with some kind of like you know infection or virus or anything like that you want to be able to flush it out of your system so if your lymphatic glands are plugged you're not going to be able to like let things kind of flow out so that's one of the first things that that I do is like, I'll run a whole like lymph playlist for people. Yeah. I've learned the hard way where it's like, once I get really sick, it takes me like a, honestly, like a week to kind of get going again. So the first time that I tried your, tried your frequencies, I felt better within two days. It's funny. Cause I'll tell people about it. And it's like so hard for me to explain. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, I forget the scientific term. I forget the special name. Just reach out to Nicole because she's so much better at explaining it than I am. All I can say is that she's sending me frequencies. And then the first time that I had it done, um, you were running like the frequency, like into the night while I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up in the middle of the night. I, I felt like I was like a, a computer and I felt like I was being something was being downloaded into me as a computer. I saw a bunch of like, uh, it was like a black screen with like a bunch of green writing, almost like, you know, in the olden days, those computers where it's like, they're just slowly turning on and they have like all that green writing that you don't know yeah. what it is. Um, I was seeing that and then I felt like the vibration also. And I was like, this is the craziest feeling. The first time I actually, I was, I felt it so strong. So that was cool to experience the feeling. Do you notice, like, do people normally notice like a feeling when you're sending the frequencies or does it just depend on the sensitivity of people? I find it really depends on the sensitivity of people because, you know, I feel like for you, sure, you're definitely more open to feeling the energy and feeling like vibrations and things like that. I think for you, you definitely, I, I think even that first time that I ran it with the whole computer thing, it just reminded me, I don't even think I told you that I was running it through the night. Like, I think the next day you're like, oh, you know, I felt this. And I was like, yeah, I had the frequencies on all night. And you're like, oh my God, that's crazy. That's true. Cause I didn't know how it worked yet. And it was my first time. So I didn't know you were right. doing it. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I have had people. So those are when you're receiving the frequencies, but I have had people feel the scanner, like when they're actually getting like a vital scan done, sometimes they'll feel like the wave of energy going up and down to like get your, you know, frequency of all of the things in the vitals. So that's been really interesting 
even like I would say, especially when it's like a long distance thing. So like I may be on a Zoom with someone and say, okay, I'm going to run it right now. And I remember one client in particular, she's like, oh my gosh, I feel waves. I feel waves going down my body. Like I feel waves going up. It's like, yeah, you're feeling the scan. Like, you know, and she's like, oh my gosh, this is so incredible. Then when you see the results and you like can identify like, oh yeah, I know that I have that issue and wow, it picked up on this. It picked up on that. Like you're just, you can't deny that it's, it's working, you know, like you, you resonate with what you're seeing and you understand that like, wow, this is, this is me. Like this is picking up my energy for sure. Okay. I think that makes people feel more confident and like, wow, oh my gosh, like this does make sense. And you know, they're willing to try a little bit more and explore it further. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you find like for first time clients? Like, I guess my question is like, what's the most common thing that people come to see you? Is it like when they get sick or is it when they have like health issues where they're like, I'm not sure what's going on in my body. And then they do like, um, like a check-in with you, like, or like, what do you find that people come to you mostly for? So it's a combination. I would say that I have like, a huge clientele who reach out for just like emotional support. Like I, you know, am going through a really stressful time or I, you know, I had a really triggering event and I just feel so like uneasy. I feel like, you know, my vagus nerve is out. Like I just, I just don't feel myself. I have anxiety or I have, you know, some emotional thing happening and whenever it's an emotional facet like I really like to bring them to one of the scans in here is called inner voice I think you've had that done too yeah I've had that too so they want to get into that also yeah so what that does is you can have your have the client mm-hmm. speak into a voice note they can send it to you and you can do it remotely but like you would have a client share with you a 10 to 12 second voice note, just stating like, I am Nicole Rodriguez. And they can say anything they really want for those 10 seconds. And I'll run it into the scanner and play it from my phone into the scanner. And then what the scanner does is it identifies the highs and lows of your voice, the frequencies in your voice to identify where your emotions could be negatively affecting your body. So then it'll break down. It's like a lie detector test. So (laughs) it's like, no joke. It's like the same software. So then it'll, it'll detect the four areas that are the most out of balance. And it'll give you personalized like frequency music to listen to, to put those areas back into balance. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I listen, yeah, I listened to some of those before and it's crazy because you'll have, I think you sent me like four or five different ones. Yeah. And it was really like meditative. I was like, okay, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to lay on my bed and just put my headphones in because I think you can hear it. You're supposed to put headphones in, right? When you listen to them. Right. And then each song, it was like a completely different experience. One song, I felt my, or I call it a song, but it's like, it's like two minutes or so, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like a, like a nice, like meditation song. Cause it's like, to, I can relax too. But one of them, it was like the angels were coming in and they were swarming around me. So then I was listening to the next audio and then it was weird. It was like, I felt like somebody was like stepping on my feet 
And I was like, what is this? And it was like, someone felt like a spirit. It was like pulling my feet. And I was like, what the heck are they doing? I was so confused. I was like, no, seriously, what are they doing? And then the next song or next audio. Yeah. Like another crazy experience. I think my, my mom came in and it was just like every audio was crazy. And I was like, I just was taken on a whirlwind of an experience. Like, (laughs) like, is this normal? Like it was really awesome. And I listened to it again. And so that's so interesting. So listening to the audio is actually healing you. It is because there are frequencies that are specific for what your body needs in each one of those pieces of music. So you may get the same balancing octave as someone else like, oh, okay, this person needs a G octave to balance out this area. But what's different is that nobody gets the same music. So like underneath the musical tones are the exact frequencies that your body needs to push back into emotional balance. So no one will have the same music ever. You know, it's just impossible. So what's really cool is like, it'll grab a simp of your vitals as well. So like, if say like vitamin C is out, you might have um, the frequency of vitamin C built into the music. So like, even though you're not physically taking the vitamin C, it's energetically helping you to balance out that imbalance. So that is, Uh, does your camera normally do that? No. No, <laughs> that was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, the frequency, I think they know we're talking about. Yeah, that's yeah, so crazy. Sure. It's, it's still mind blowing. Like I'm, I've done this before. I talk to you about it all the time. But every time you talk about it, I'm like, it's so crazy. Like, how is this real? Well, and also another part of it is like you can also use color therapy with those musical tones. So each each MP3, it'll give you the balancing color that you should focus on so like the company offers color therapy glasses like their optical lenses and everything that they're shaded different colors because every color helps you emotionally in a different way so you can match up like the color glasses with whatever the musical tone is and then like look through the glasses and feel like the energy and the the frequency of the music going through then you're balancing through your like lenses and also through the music. So I know that like my husband really loves to pair it with Reiki. So he'll do Reiki sessions for a client and have them come in and do their inner voice and then have them listen to the music while he's doing Reiki on them. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's fun. People really like it too, because it's just, They're not, it kind of just puts them in a more relaxed state than, you know, laying there wondering like, oh, like, what what is she doing now? Or what is he doing now? You know, like, it just kind of puts their mind at ease and lets them kind of drift off into the music and just relax. So most of your sessions are done virtually, right? Like, you don't do this in person sessions. I think it's all virtual. Is that correct? Mostly. I mean, I do do events. I'll go to different like holistic events and offer to do scans in person there. But right now, like, so my husband and I are talking about getting a space and having like a little center for all of this healing work that we do. But I feel like, so in November, my husband's going to be taking a class in biomagnetism. And yeah, it seems like it's going to be really, really very, very cool. Um, it's in a 
place in New Hampshire that he's taking the course. For that, most of his stuff, it's just, it's really better in person. You know, he can do the long distance Reiki for sure. And he can do sound healing over like a session like this, but he does vibrational healing too. So vibrational bowls that go on the body. So it's just like all of his stuff is mostly in person. And we feel like even with the scanner, I feel like more people, if they're in for something else, say an emotion code session, then afterwards, just like, Hey, you know, here's a scanner. I do that remotely, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it would just give us a little more visibility. We might be able to support more people locally as well. Yeah, I love that you guys both are kind of in the same field, and I'm sure it helps your relationship so much, (laughs) honestly, like even blending it together and just like being on the same page about things, because not everybody has like their partner who's interested also in anything spiritual or the same modality. So I'm sure that is so nice. It really is. I think when we were going through the traumatic stuff with our son when he was born and like all of this like you know kidney issue stuff and in and out of the hospital and like the NICU and the PICU and the you know pediatric unit and like back and forth it was very overwhelming I feel like one thing that that taught me is really like everything that you go through in life there's a reason that you're going through it and there's a blessing like in even the worst situations even though it was such a traumatic and like difficult time really there was a blessing in the in all of this you know he brought us to this other path of life and having the ability to actually help so many other people now because we went through all of this with him you know and we still like he still has kidney issues but we're just trying to support him as best we can like holistically Mm -hmm. to keep him on a good path I'm sure that I'm sure like how often do you do you find that you use this or any of the modalities that you use like on your son? Is it kind of like a daily basis or a weekly basis? I mean, we rotate. So like we try not to do it the same day or like if I know that he's doing Reiki, then I won't do like I don't want to overdo the energy work on him, too. We give him like time. Like I I do everything through muscle testing as well. I'll muscle test. Is he still processing from this session? Okay. Like, can I do, is it okay for me to do an emotion code session on him? So I would muscle test just to figure out like, you know, I didn't want to overload him and we still do that, you know? So it's like, oh, I think I'm going to do a session tonight on him. Okay. So I'll wait and do something else on Friday or whatever. And there are times that life kind of takes us in a crazy direction and it's like okay we haven't done anything in like a week and a half like we really what who wants to go next we just rotate i feel like also just having this whole thing happen it kind of brought my husband and i even closer together like just because our mission like just combined on a different level yeah it's like your your mission became the same mission you become stronger the two of you guys together right than just maybe just one person I love that. That's so beautiful. And I love that you guys are both able to help your son in that way. Where mm-hmm. it's like sometimes we don't really necessarily, I don't know, get the results that we want from certain medications, or maybe we don't get any answers for a long time from the doctors. And you're kind of in that waiting period or 
that period where nothing's really changing and right. like you get in that almost like you feel it might feel a little bit helpless like there's like what what, what can we do we want to help him we want to make him feel better mm-hmm. um, so that's beautiful and it's a yeah I'm sure all of your healing modalities have helped him so much so I, I love that yeah I mean and the kid it's not just him like you know the other two kids so they ask us it could be anything my daughter will be like oh my gosh like I have a pain over here can you do a motion code on me <laughs> or like daddy I'm so up here, this is like a room on our third floor, and we turn this little space up here into this little healing center. So like, that's what the kids call it. So if something's going on, they're like, oh, can you meet me in the healing center? Because we have like a little table up here for body work and just all the healing books are up here and like crystals and just, they feel good coming up here. So I think it's kind of nice that they they ask for that. So if they're not feeling well, even if they're starting to get sick or some, something's going on with them, mm-hmm. they'll say, oh, you know, I need mommy and daddy to like do some stuff on me. <laughs> like whether it's essential oils, like it could be anything. Yeah. And we just, we ask them, like, how do you feel? What do you, what do you need? And let them kind of get in tune with themselves. They know the different things that we can all do, my husband and I. So it's just like, what do you need? And it could be like, oh, I want an inner voice scan. <laughs> okay, here you go. Here's a scanner. <laughs> Find your profile and do it. <laughs> so, oh, that's probably so fun for them to do that. And just, I love how they call your your room upstairs your healing center. That's awesome. Oh yeah, they do. The, the, and it's so cute. Like when we first started transforming it, we didn't call it like a healing center. We just said like, oh, we, we you know, we're making a really beautiful space up there and we're going to do some healing work. It's going to be great. So one day, um, Kai, my youngest was like, daddy, go visit mommy. She's up in the healing center. He's like the healing center. Like, <laughs> like when did she get a healing center? <laughs> yeah. Like a heal. we've got a healing center. <laughs> she didn't tell me this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have all your books. I could see. I'm just like checking out your healing center right now. <laughs> oh yeah. I have, you know, stones and statues and you know all of my like imprints for mbsr like this is for mbsr so i have these are all imprints that are energetic imprints oh cool yeah so like if somebody has something going on i can check like i'll just give you an example like maybe they have the energy of control stuck in their gallbladder and they have a block to freedom so when i clear these things out you know i'll hold the the imprints and there's a whole technique in clearing i have like a red red laser that's imprinted with frequencies so i'll clear and you can do this whether somebody's in person or i could be proxy for them so it really it works the same way exactly the same way So I'll do a clearing with the red laser and I have that um, start with my third eye. I go up to the crown with the laser Mm -hmm. and then I do the neural calming points, which are your forehead areas right here, and then go to the heart space. If something comes up like the liver or the gallbladder, then I'll use the red laser on myself for my client. Okay. And it's just, it's so cool. Like so many amazing like releases for them and just 
Mm. It's awesome. It's a great modalities. Yeah. I can tell how much you love it because like you just glow and you're like, you get so excited <laughs> when we're talking about this. It's like, I, I can do. tell you're passionate. Yeah. <laughs> you love I mean, and those you. are just like, so I also have like three trays of these. These are other imprints that, you know, are different, like, you know, liver, maybe mitochondria, um, your lungs, your skin, your lymphatic system. So I have three different ones like this that, you know, I muscle test through. For the people that can't see what you're showing me, what are those? Those are like little bottles. Like it looks like a little, like to go, like, you know, like the shampoo bottles that you get at the dollar store when you're traveling. Is there anything inside of the bottle? So there is, there's water in there. And I believe there's like a little bit of alcohol in there to hold the frequency in the vial. So it's like a little vial. Mm -hmm. And when you muscle test against these things, like, so if your client has a weakness for something, like say that vial is bringing up the gallbladder and some issues of like emotional imbalances in the gallbladder. If you have, if you've ever gone for like chiropractic testing or anything, they'll have you hold your arm out and they'll muscle test like this, right? To see like, if you're, if your arm goes weak, you have some sort of you know, imbalance with that, if it stays strong, then, you know, you should be good. So there's a whole, like, there's a whole technique to it all, but it's just going through the body and identifying like what things are coming up. And it could be like that somebody comes to me with an intention for maybe they're, they feel unproductive at work and they don't know what's going on, why that's happening. So I'll muscle test through all of these things and maybe find out some blocks from different years that are affecting their ability to be productive at work. And then when you clear them, it's like, Oh my gosh, I can like do my work again. That's amazing. <laughs> totally. It's fun. It's really fun. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. A couple other things I want to get into is muscle sure. testing. Okay. Um, maybe if you want to explain like what muscle testing is and then can people try, like, can we teach people like how they can try yeah, muscle testing? Of course. So muscle testing, how I would describe it, it's like, it's a response of your body's own response to anything. So it could be a frequency a food, like everything has an energy to it. So muscle testing is, it's like kinesiology because you're, you're testing, you're testing your body's energy against something else. So like for me, like a lot of people muscle test like this and it's called a ring and ring. And I know that people on the podcast won't be able to see it, but there's also something called a sway test. So this is like the first way that you learn how to muscle test. Mm. If you're standing up, you can, what I like to do is choose something that you know your body's going to love and you know your body's going to hate and just see your response to it. It could even be those two words. You could stand up and stand straight and then say like the word love and see if, if you move forward, if you move forward, it's like, it's good for you. Like you like that. It's a natural thing that you like. If you say the word hate, you're going to feel like you're moving backwards. Mm -hmm. So my kids all know how to muscle test, um, even the youngest one. And we started it off with foods because we were trying to teach them the importance of eating healthy foods and like different fruits and vegetables and 
you know, what things are good for you. So like, I remember my daughter, like holding a bag of pasta and she's like, please, please let me go for it. <laughs> so. Oh, that's so cute. That's so funny. That's yeah. a good way to tune into like what your body needs, maybe in that moment, that day. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've, I've done the, the sweat testing. So for people who can't see us in audio, it's you have to stand up for this, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Two feet on the ground. And then also, is there the other, how do you, I think there's something you do with your fingers. Is it the, the ring one that you, that you usually do? A lot of people do the ring and ring, but there's so many different ways to muscle test. I do, this is called the falling log. So I put very light pressure from my pinky onto my pointer finger on the other hand. I'm trying to explain so it. People, to... So people that can't see us, yeah. see, you kind of make a fist and then you point your pointer finger out. Yes. And then with your other hand, you gently like place your fingers over your pointer finger and your pinky will be all the way at the end. Yep. You got it. Yep. So you can start with questions like I am Nicole. So that for me, this is going to be strong. But if I say I am Michelle, I don't even have to put a lot of weight on it. It just goes down. It's the same as a sway, like a forward or a back, but it's just much simpler because you're you're testing through so many different things. But people do, there's even, there's another one, like where you put your pointer finger and your thumb together and you just like gently rub your pointer finger in a circular motion around your thumb. And you can say something that's true, like for me, I am Nicole, and it goes very smoothly. If I say, I am Michelle, I start to get like a rigidness. It's called the sticky finger. Oh, cool. I'm just doing it while she's doing it. <laughs> it's okay. I haven't heard of that one before. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, like I could go through probably a whole bunch more, but really you have to find the one that, that resonates with you and when you're first starting out, the the sway is the easiest because like, you know, your your whole body is involved. So you'll feel it even the slightest bit of movement, close your eyes, just like, you know, kind of almost just ask for an answer that has nothing to do with you. You know, like your ego has gone. <laughs> so like, yeah, I do the sway testing often. Sometimes I forget about it. But then sometimes I get in my head. I'm like, wait, did I just unconsciously sway forward because I want the answer to be yes? It's sometimes right. in my head about that. Right. Yeah. Well, and for practitioners who do like a lot of muscle testing, like there's a whole a whole way of like almost just grounding yourself before you start muscle testing. I work on myself before I work on anybody else. So for the day, like I make sure my light score is at a hundred. So you want to always have a hundred percent light score. Mm -hmm. A lot of negative energies can affect your energy. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world that, you know, you can absorb some of the negative energies just by watching the news. So you really want to make sure that you kind of clear those negative things out and connect with your, yourself and your own energy. And a lot of times, like what I do for that it's almost like um I imagine like my feet kind of going into the ground and rooting down into the earth and planting 
almost like growing roots down into the, the core of the earth. And then when I feel like that brown earthy sensation kind of like coming up through my feet, that's when I'll ask for like a, a golden light to kind of come in through my crown chakra and move in and infiltrate through my body and kind of swirl together with that brown energy. And then it's like, I feel not only grounded, but also like very connected and it doesn't take long to do. So like anywhere that you feel like you're getting off or like not, you know, there are times that I'm at my computer working and, you know, I don't feel grounded. So I'm like, okay, let me, let me just pretend I'm out in nature and like get grounded. If I can't go outside, that's what I'll do. That's my favorite way to ground too. It's just visualizing the roots like a tree. What I do is I'll, I'll visualize roots like coming out of my feet. And then I visualize like the trees around my house and I visualize their roots all at the bottom. And then I visualize all of our roots connecting and it's like you become one with nature. I love that you connect with the other trees around you. I think that's cool too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I feel like super anchored when I do that to the earth. Okay, let's go into emotion code. Okay. Yeah. Was that your first modality that you learned or which was the first modality that you kind of jumped into? Well, okay. So I did learn radical forgiveness first. And even though it's still a modality, I call it a modality because there is a lot of work that you need to do in it, but it's, it's just very different. It's more personalized. So you're doing you're shifting your energy maybe towards anyone that you are holding like any kind of forgiveness, you know, non-forgiveness or unforgiveness, I should say, you want to clear those blocks away. Like you don't want to have any kind of unforgiveness in your body. Like the more that you can release that and really open your heart, Mm -hmm. the happier that you're going to be, the more you're going to, you know, just, you're going to feel better like a hundred percent better. <laughs> like if you can just do that. I don't think we talked about radical forgiveness, did we? I don't think so. No, it's a, it's a beautiful modality that like there's, it's a process. So there is a book it's by Colin Tipping. He's the mm-hmm. author mm-hmm. and he developed the modality. So you don't have to actually go to the person that you maybe need to forgive. Like it's an energetic thing that is happening. So how he explains it is like what happens with people in their lives is they start going through life and maybe something happens when you're little that makes you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, you get upset or angry or sad or however you're, you're reacting. And then you keep going on in life. Okay. And then maybe three years later, something else happens that, triggers that first event Mm -hmm. that's like oh wow that like made me feel the same way like Mm -hmm. um and then you'll go on and it's like oh my gosh this this keeps happening to me so it's because you didn't heal from the first one you didn't there's still unforgiveness there from the first thing so you can do like there are worksheets that you can do that help you to unlock that forgiveness like if you forgive any one of the people that you know, maybe, maybe it's your, you have abandonment happening as like a theme in your life. Okay. So if you don't, if you're living with that unforgiveness for the abandonment, mm-hmm. what will happen is that 
another soul, a lot of times somebody who loves you because everything that happens in life, like even the worst things that happen, it's for your, your greater good. Right. So, so that soul may feel in your soul that you have this unforgiveness and they almost in an attempt to help you to heal from that, they try to like recreate, like I'm going to do this to help her to heal from the first one. So it's not anything bad. It's like for your own healing. And when you realize that and you start taking more accountability for your own feelings, Mm -hmm. then you can get out of like any kind of victim standpoint and reframe the story so that you're like, oh my gosh, this actually happened, you know, for this reason. And this protected me in this way, or that like you can find a goodness there and it helps you to kind of like release any of those um, unforgiving feelings that you may have. And it, then it'll shift things in the future. So like you get out of that paradigm of always having abandonment show up in some way or another. So that was my first one. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have like a, before we quickly jump onto the next topic, um, do you have like any tips for people who find it hard to forgive some one person in particular, or maybe a couple of people, or what's the best way to go about it? Like if they don't want to be very confrontational Mm -hmm. and they want to technically call the person to be like, Hey, just letting you know, I forgive you. But like really, instead of saying it, like really feeling the forgiveness, do you have any tips for tuning into that frequency? I do. And I I think um, you said it right there that like one of the most important things, it's not about even being confident, like going to the actual person, like so much in life is, you know, just how we did the imagery of grounding, we got grounded, right? Mm -hmm. You could do imagery of forgiveness and imagine yourself letting go and forgiving that person without confronting them, without like tracking somebody down from your past and like, you know, trying to do it like that. It's not necessary. Like you can write a letter, you can, the more you can shift your own energy about what happened Mm -hmm. to something positive, you're going to change the energy between you and that situation you and that person, and then down the road, like you and any future, you know, events that could be happening. So one um, tip I'll say, like, and you might know this too, is the Ho'oponopono prayer. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? Um, it's no. a Hawaiian forgiveness prayer. Oh. So it's so beautiful. It's so easy and it releases so much. So if you're having a hard time, like knowing where to start with forgiveness or how to like, how to do it. You, you can literally just imagine the person or the situation. Sometimes it's a situation that you need to forgive and just repeat. There's four phrases in Ho'oponopono and it's, I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. And ah, what's the fourth one? Hold on. You don't have to say it in any order. Um, and that's the cool thing too, is like, it'll work no matter how you put them in any kind of order, whatever works for you or feels natural for you. I don't know why I just forgot the last one. That's okay. I'm sorry. I love <laughs> you. Please forgive me. And thank you. 
is there any rules? Like, okay, you have to say it three times as fast as you can. <laughs> it's almost like you have to feel, start feeling a shift yourself, like feel how you feel with the energy. And then imagine like, okay, there's maybe a person or a situation or whatever, whatever it is that's still bothering you. And you know, it's deep down in there, just almost like ask for help in the situation and picture the person, the situation, and then just let it go. Like, so the more you can say those words and start feeling a shift and actually feel into the words, don't just, it's not just to, you know, I'm sorry, I forgive you. You know, like it's feeling the words. And once you start noticing that you don't have any anger or you don't have any negative energy lingering and you're like, wow, I can actually think of that person and I feel fine. I feel okay. Like I'm good. <laughs> like then, you know, it's working. So, so it might take some people like a lot of times, maybe like a daily practice of saying this until they eventually work their way up to actually feeling it. I think you'll, yeah, you'll notice a shift in your body of when, because you might start off with saying it, but not feeling it because you still feel that resistance or that anger. But I think if you say it enough times, it's like almost eventually you'll get there, but it might not happen right away for people. Well, and also using it for yourself, because a lot of people hold so much anger and judgment against their own decisions, their own, you know, faults or whatever. Mm -hmm you know, personal forgiveness. Yeah, that's a good point. So I think there's even things that I can think of where it's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that or things Mm -hmm. play in your mind. So I think think that might be, yeah, important for people to hear too. So it not only works for other people that you hold grudges, maybe a grudge towards, but yeah, for yourself too. For yourself too. We can be our our own worst critic. Absolutely. Bring more self-forgiveness. I think that's, a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So let's dive into emotion code because I know there's so many directions that we could go. Yeah, sure. So yeah, it's um by Dr. Bradley Nelson and anybody can learn how to do this. It actually teaches you in here some muscle testing techniques and you can, yeah, it's really cool. So like I got certified in it so that I could work on other people, but I do know so many people who have just read the book and they learned how to muscle test and they use emotion code with their family, with their kids, with, you know, Hmm. just, you know, like you don't, you don't have to go through the actual training. If you're only going to be working on your loved ones, Um, you're not charging anything for that, those sessions or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But how it works is over time, it's like impossible for this not to happen. Energies get trapped in your body. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. like, so you can go through trauma, you can go through um, all sorts of different things in life. You know, you're living your days and you have heartbreaks, you have, you know, boyfriends, boyfriends that you break up with or break up with you and, you know, friends that things happen with and that's life, right? So even starting from your youth, starting from like, even in, in, um, in the womb, you can absorb energies, you can feel different energies in, 
um, in the womb. So it's really cool when you start to identify what things could be leading up to causing somebody to have physical issues, um, any kind of like discomfort, disease, uh, pain in the body, anxiety, like those are usually some of my bigger um, sessions that people come to me for. Mm -hmm. So how it works, I'm sure you're wondering, well, how do you find these energies in the body? So how it works is through muscle testing. So like if you were to come to me and say, um, I'd love to have a session I'd say, great, let's do it. I don't even have to be on the phone with you. Everything can be done remotely. I would find out your age and what you would want to work on in the session. So say you're having trouble sleeping or uh, maybe you have like a really awful pain in your shoulder and you don't know what's going on. Maybe there's some trapped energies in there. So I would use a, a chart. It's the motion code chart that has two columns. It's A and B. And then there are six rows. So in this chart are all these different emotions. So like, for example, like anxiety, disgust, worry, grief, panic, conflict, unworthiness, sadness, overwhelm, like, and they're, they're all here on the chart. So what I would do is I would muscle test um, to find out like for Michelle, where is the largest trapped emotion that we can remove for Michelle that could be negatively affecting her shoulder or causing discomfort in her shoulder. And then I'll just ask, like, I'm almost asking your subconscious mind, is it in column A? I get a yes or a no through my muscle testing. And then, um, okay, great. It's column B. Is it an odd row, an even row? Okay. It's an even row. Is it row two? No. Is it row four? Okay. It's row four. So then I'll go through the emotions listed there and I'll muscle test them. So if it's like, oh, depression, frustration, oh, it's testing as indecisiveness. Okay. Then do we have to know more about this emotion? And you might get a yes that like, we do need to know more before we can release it. So maybe we need to know if it's like your own emotion of indecisiveness, if this is absorbed from someone, hmm. maybe we need to know the age of the indecisiveness. Maybe it's from like age 23 and it has to do with a loved one, like someone that you were maybe in love with or something. And maybe this indecisiveness is like, should I stay with them or should I not? It could be a big energy like that. And it got trapped in the body because you were so overwhelmed with it. And then it got trapped in your shoulder. So what we want to do is release that energy out because you don't want to have negative energies in your system because we're all energy, right? So anything negative is going to stay in our field and we want to have positive energies. So, right. yeah. So then like from there, like you can just, you can, once you identify everything that you need to, you can ask, is it safe to release this? If you get a yes, then you can release it and releasing some um, practitioners will go over the head and just swipe to release it. So you're like swiping the vagus, which is the largest uh, muscle in the body. So like you're clearing that vagus nerve 
so that you're clearing it out through your whole system that way. And when you have a lot of practice, like releasing the emotions, you can start to feel the, feel the size of the emotion, feel the releases. Mm -hmm. I know for me, like I'll always test after like, did this clear? Okay. Yes, it's clear. But what I've been noticing now, since I've been practicing for quite a while, that what happens for me is like when the emotions clearing, like I see this, like it's like a loop mm. and I'll see, okay, that one cleared. Okay. That one cleared. If I get something that gets like stuck, I'm like, okay, there's something holding it there. So like, maybe there's a compound, maybe there's another emotion that needs to clear with it. Mm -hmm. um, maybe something needs to clear first. Like I'll just kind of ask some more questions and see what we can do to help it to clear out of your system. Very cool. And, yeah. I think um, sometimes I think about this myself, but, or the listeners might be thinking about it also is that, so say if we go through something that's like really stressful or traumatic or just almost like shakes up your nervous system, how would you like, or even like a car accident, you know, I got into a car accident and it really just shook up my nervous system and I just felt off. I think I reached, right. reached out to you um, at that point too. Cause I was like, I just, I feel like it's trapped. But like, how would you avoid trapping an emotion? For example, crying. When I grew up, actually, I never cried because I felt like it was, I would appear to be weak if I cried. I didn't let it out. But now thinking that like, okay, if you're feeling sad, you should cry because you're letting that emotion out. You're not trapping an emotion. I feel like if I didn't let the crying out, I just trapped it. So crying, I think, is a good example. But like, what's another good example of when you go through something that you're like, okay, this is going to be trapped. Like, how do you take the the next step and avoid trapping it without? That's a really good question. I love this question. <laughs> without, without being like um, going to somebody for emotion code or without reading the book. Like, is there a way yeah. to do that? So this is what I've taught my kids to do. Um, and it's really like a helpful technique. So say, you know, something like you said, it gets trapped and it, maybe it's anger, maybe it's sadness. Um, you feel the energy, okay? And then if you have this feeling like, oh, I hope this isn't like getting trapped in here. What I say is I say it out loud and I'm like, I clear and delete this. I clear and delete this until I don't feel it anymore. So it's just like, I clear and delete, clear and delete. You know, and you can also do that with negative thoughts. If ever you start thinking negatively in any kind of way, like, oh my gosh, like I'm never going to get that job. Like you put a negative thought out there, like you're going to pull that energy into you. So you don't want to have that out there. So if for some reason you say something negative, you can say the same thing. Like I clear and delete this thought mm -hmm. and then it's almost like you want to repattern it to something positive. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm not going to get that job, then I clear and delete this thought. Mm -hmm. I am going to get that job. I'm going to get that job. I'm going to get that job. <laughs> you know, like just reset your mind because what you tell yourself, your body is like a computer. And, and that's, you know, we talked about that before with getting the frequencies and receiving the frequencies. So your subconscious is listening to you talk to yourself. So mm -hmm. whatever you tell yourself, 
your subconscious is listening and is going to to do that so Mm -hmm. even with like tricks for like abundance and everything like Mm -hmm. um if you're somewhere and you see like a penny on the ground okay maybe you're thinking like ah it's just a penny i'm not picking it up you know like i don't want that you're you're teaching your subconscious to when you see money you don't want it Mm -hmm. so you almost have to embrace that and be like oh my gosh a penny I'm so happy I'm so grateful for this penny thank you so much and like thank you universe thank you I'm so glad give me more I love it (laughs) you know like yeah I love that that's a good trick and it's not just money it's just it's like you know thing like give me more things that make me happy give me more you know um surprises that are great like you, you know just like it's teaching your mind something different it feels like there's an importance around catching us in the act noticing when a bad thought comes and being like nope I'm gonna correct that before it actually like manifests into my body or into my subconsciousness Um, right so I like that and that's something quick and simple that we can just say out loud and then push it away definitely feel it first and then like once you're like okay okay, I felt all that sadness that felt awful. I hope that's not getting trapped. Then you're okay. Like, okay, I think I'm okay to let this go now, you know, cause you don't want to not feel things and just clear and delete everything. But, you know, once you've felt it and you've gone through like the process of it, mm-hmm. then you can let it go. Okay. I love that. So your motion code sessions have changed over time because I know, cause we talk a lot, we stay in touch. Um, But yeah, how have your emotion code, just for everybody else who's listening, how have your sessions changed or evolved from when you first started? So I would say that like, I do have some clients who they would like to have some connection with whether it's like angels or, or, you know, their guides or their like loved ones. Maybe they're hoping to have some sort of integration with that. So I do offer, and this is like a separate session, you know, like usual motion code does not do this, but I do have one session that I'll kind of open it up to allowing, like if there is someone who would be in your highest and best to come forth to, to help me in this clearing that, you know, all good things, that's like a full of light, like divine, like good spirit coming through for your your highest and your best for you mm-hmm. then have them come through so i have had angels come and help i've had like especially like um archangel raphael archangel michael and that the presence is amazing because like i'm sitting up here in the center and when that it kind of like opens up a, a floodgate of like wow i feel a like a swoosh of energy come through and then I kind of sit with it and feel the energy and feel what it feels like for me who it feels like and I have had past loved ones come through that are here to help their loved one here to heal you know they they see that they're going through some sort of struggle so Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll get messages from that loved one or I can describe the loved one. It could be maybe that maybe somebody came to me for a different reason. 
for like a sleep issue. But maybe um, that loved one will point out like, you know what, something's going on, you know, with some sort of energy or like maybe, you know, I keep seeing like your heart, are you broken hearted or have you, you know, are, is your heart feeling okay? Like, or just like, I try to connect the dots for them, like whatever, I just give the messages. And then usually what happens is the client will say, oh my gosh, that's so crazy that you said that. Like, yeah, I've been feeling this, or I've been, you know, brokenhearted about this whole situation and I don't know how to fix it. And maybe that's why I can't sleep, you know? So it's usually very calming and uh, comforting to the client because it's, they can kind of feel whose energy it is. They don't feel alone. They feel really supported. I find that your your sessions, do you feel like they're more like sometimes more intuitive? And then like, I guess mediumship comes in during the sessions, depending on the need. Yeah. So, and, and it's based on what the client wants. So I have clients who, there are some out there that are like, I don't want any mediumship. I don't want to talk to anybody. Um, I, I, I'm not open to it. I don't want to know anything. Okay, great. We're not doing that. You know, but if I have someone that comes to me and says, oh, yeah, I would love to like have somebody, you know, come through. For, do you do anything with, you know, past lives or people on the other side? Like, so it's just really trying to help them figure out like what what they're looking for and then support them in the best way that I can. That, mm-hmm. you know, is what they're looking for pretty much. But just another thing, too, that I want to bring up. And I know that you're kind of aligned with this too, just based on the the course that we took. I'm very Christian. Like I was raised Catholic. Like I go to church. I really believe in God. I don't believe in that I am healing anybody. I really feel like there's this modality like allows me to facilitate the other person in their own healing. But again, like, you know, just to, just to be like clear and that it's also for uh, Dr. Bradley Nelson, you know, he's Christian too. Frequency is talked about in the Bible. You know, it's not uh, a woo woo kind of thing. You know, it, it, it is very much discussed even in like the gifts that are given the frankincense and Murph and the clothing that they wear, the frequency of the linen, the like there's just, just so much in there. It's really like, I feel like it's, if anything, this kind of work has strengthened my faith even more so. Yeah, it's like, because we're all vibration, we're all vibrating, like we're all, it's proven science, like, I don't know the scientific term, but like, everything has a vibration. Me, you, this cup, this, this crystal, like everything has their own vibration. It's interesting, because a lot of the stuff that I do is very woo-woo. But when I'm diving like what you do, I'm like, it's not woo woo. It makes sense. Like, I don't know when I do Reiki sessions, like distance Reiki sessions, it's, it's one of those things where, I don't know if a skeptic was to come, they would probably be like, how do I know it's really working? Cause you're not actually here doing anything. It's almost like the same energy where it's like, you could be anywhere in the world and you could send the frequency. They have to trust that it's working or they'll notice like how they feel after. And then that's how they can build that trust that it's working. I feel like people are always like, oh, everything works better if it's in person. 
but even if they come in person, it's like, I'm not touching them for most of the time. <laughs> I know. I'm I know. putting my hands like above <laughs> you. So it's like, how does that make it seem more real? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And I feel like too, that there are people out there that, you know, they're very nervous to try something different, but when it gets to a point of like, I've tried everything else and I don't know what else to do. And I need to figure out what's, you know, how to help myself. So usually when it gets to that point, people are just open to it. Like, mm -hmm. please try anything. Like I, I need to feel better. And the, the beauty of like something like the emotion code or mind, body, spirit release or global energy method, you don't have to, if you've been through like something really traumatic, you do not have to sit through talk therapy. And sometimes that can be even more triggering, more of a setback for a client who's trying to heal from something that maybe was really a difficult situation. This is almost a gentle way of helping you heal on a subconscious level so that you start internally feeling better first. And then maybe you're, maybe you still want to go and talk about it if you feel like, you know, that's something you want to do. But in many cases, people don't, they don't want to relive it. So they just want that feeling or those energies cleared so they can like restart their life and, and move forward. I'm glad you included that because I think that's really important. It is, it is a very gentle approach where it's not mm -hmm. like someone in your space and it feels like very gentle. You can send it. And when they're comfortable in their house and they're comfortable in their own environment, if somebody's going through something where they don't even want to leave their house, mm -hmm. um, this is something that is accessible for sure. Right. Yep. Is there anything that we want to talk about that I haven't asked you about already? Um maybe this is like the, the one thing that I will say um, is that the world right now really needs this kind of work and more and more people are, you know, going to this type of work because they're, they're not getting the help from like maybe big pharma or traditional ways of getting medical help. There are too many different like prescriptions out there for like, oh, I'm on this prescription on that. Now I'm on like five prescriptions and I still don't feel better. And now I have another problem. Like, yeah, so I just, I think we really need to reset our, our world and our thinking and go back to more homeopathic type of medicine, um, non-invasive, but also things that are not going to cause like so many different side effects. Like you want to heal naturally and not cause other issues or other problems. Yeah, 100% agree with that. And then also, so not only can people come to you for a session, you also sell the scanner so people can do it like if they want to do it on their self like more often or on other people, I guess for other practitioners who might want to include it in their business. Yes, so the goal is to one day have a world where everybody has a scanner in their house and they're using it for their families instead of, you know, running towards like over the counter medications or, you know, like you can use the frequencies to help with a sore throat. You can use the frequencies to help with you sleeping at night or whatever it is. But beyond that, there are a lot of holistic practitioners who are now incorporating it into their practices. So functional medicine doctors, naturopaths, holistic vets, because you can scan your, your pets, your 
Okay. Yeah, it's I forgot, so cool. I forgot about that. And the thing is, like, the pets don't know that you're sending, like, these energies. So during a thunderstorm, if you send anxiety frequencies to your dog and your dog is fine, like, walking around, not hiding under the bed, come on. <laughs> like, you know, like. <laughs> That's one yeah, way to and help them calm down. Yes. Yeah. Or even, like, you know, if, like, a lot of dogs have, like, motion sickness. So, like, going on a road trip just run them in the scanner for any kind of motion sickness. Like there's just so many things that you can do. Um, and just like for pains too, right. If dogs have like bad knee issues, arthritis, I don't know if dogs get arthritis. They do. Yeah, they do. And what's cool is like, you can even do body scans now for your pets to identify their vitals and see where they're out of balance. So like, Horses, dogs, cats, they're they're all in there and they have chakras. You can optimize their chakras and everything. But what's really cool too is you can identify maybe where you wouldn't need to go to the vet. Like, okay, let me see. Like my this is coming up with my dog right now. Let me do a scan and see what comes up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, keep an eye on like what's happening in the scanner. And then like you might be able to eliminate like, oh, okay, this is what's going on. We're fine. Like, I don't have to go to the vet or, you know, this is a serious issue. I need to, I need to go to the vet and then show the vet your scanner. And that's like another, a whole nother thing. They're like, oh my God, what is this? How did you know that your dog has it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. We love our little pets. I have a little chihuahua and I'm like, oh, he has knee problems. And also sometimes he gets anxiety and he can be ag- more aggressive. Like sometimes he'll growl at every dog he sees that day. And then the next yeah. day, playing with everybody, and I'm just like, okay, like his, his he woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning, but I don't know. There's always <laughs> more to it, right? There's he could feel anxious and anxiety, and just I don't know. I, I'm sure they have a lot more things going on with them that we even can pick up on. Yeah, and they absorb our energies too. So if there's a, a mood in the house, or like say you have something stressful going on with work or something the dog may feel that energy and mm. just be different that day. That makes sense. <laughs> Didn't think of it like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe he was, was absorbing what I was going through. Yeah. It could be, or, or anybody out on the street, maybe he picked up energies from another dog that was not happy or something and just upset the whole walk. Mm-hmm. Totally. So I do have some rapid fire before we end. Okay. Uh, unless there's anything else that you want to talk about. No, this has been great. Thank you so much for having me on. I really um, enjoyed like just chatting with you and catching up with you. Yeah. Thank you for coming. I know it's been so fun. Time flies. Okay. I'm going to fill up some rapid fire questions. So it could be rapid fire or it could be a slow burn fire <laughs> where it's like, if you feel okay. like you can elaborate, you can. Okay. So what is your zodiac sign, sun, moon, and rising, if you know them all? So I'm a Gemini. Uh, my birthday is actually on Friday. Ooh, so early birthday. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I I don't know what was rising when I was born. I have a whole like birth chart and everything. I can't remember. Okay. Um, but I would love to to tell you later so that you could tell me what kind of energies are there. Yeah. 
If you could be, if you could reincarnate as an animal, what animal would you choose? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like I would definitely go with a butterfly just because there's so much change. There's, um, they go through a little bit of darkness in the cocoon before they um, turn into this beautiful creature. So mm-hmm. um, I feel like the state, there are definite stages there and every stage serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that connects with me. That's deep. Awesome. Okay. What is the best prank that you've ever played on somebody or had somebody prank you? Oh, I, I know. I know <laughs> exactly what it is. Um, so when I was younger, it was April 1st, so April Fool's Day, and I wanted to prank my parents with something that I knew would just like infuriate them. Mm-hmm. So I got a magnetic nose ring and I came down for dinner and I had it like in my nose. <laughs> and, you know, it looked very real. I mean, it's like it was a magnet. So yeah, that that did not go over well. Like, oh my gosh, what are you crazy? Take that out of your nose. Like you can't you can't have more. Like you're you're in like a Catholic all girls school. Like, what are you doing with the nose ring? Like it was like, oh my God. So that was that was great. And even when I when I told them it was a magnet, they were still not happy, but it was like, really I got them really good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and then do you do you play by the rules where it's like you have to prank them before noon? Or is it all day? It's all day. Yeah. Oh, it's all day. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Yeah. People, some people are like, well, have, you have to do it before noon. And I'm like, well, that's not enough time. I need the whole day. Come on. <laughs> well, people expect it early in the morning. Sometimes it's better to get them later in the day when they're like, oh, everything's, you know, yeah. there's no chance of a prank now. Totally. I know. Exactly. Okay. What are two books that you would recommend to the listeners? Ooh. Okay. Um, because we talked about the emotion code, I have to, of course, include the emotion code in there. Um, I think that's a staple book. And I'll include The Surrender Experiment. It's by Michael Singer. And the whole concept in his book is really that like life has its path for you. And sometimes you might think that like, oh, no, I can't be doing that. Like, oh, no, I want to do this. Oh, no, I want to do this. And if something is for you, it's going to keep coming back up for you and keep kind of following you. So the sooner you almost just surrender to it and let it unfold, you're not going to be fighting against the universe. And sometimes that that path, like it's just it's almost like letting you light up your path as you're as you're going and trusting that that's what is meant for you that is on my list honestly I've kept actually I think it's my sign because it kept I kept seeing it places and I was like okay I do love Michael Singer I came on Tony Robbins podcast and it's like an over like almost like an hour and a half long it's so good but yeah that's on my list is it more of like a how-to book or is it no it's his personal story okay And it's really, it's just like, there are parts in there that you're like laughing, like, oh my God, like, I cannot believe this, but I believe it, you know? And it makes you think about like your own life because you're kind of reflecting as you're reading about his life, like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's happened to me. Like, what about the other day? Like, so 
it's good. It's it's very enlightening. It's it's a great book. Okay, great. I'm gonna. That's my sign. I'm gonna download it. Okay, if you could go back in time and give your 18 year old self one advice, what would it be? Hmm. I think it would be to just enjoy the the moments and the freedom, because as you progress in life, you have more and more responsibility. You have more and more expectations of like things that you need to do. And, you know, I feel like your, your free time almost gets a little, a little compromised because you have so many things on your plate, but I feel like 18, you could literally travel. You could, you know, go and stay up like all night, one night and read like 10 books. Like, I don't know, just like, there's just, you, you don't have any limitations. So Mm-hmm. I think I think just enjoying the moments and taking advantage of the fact that you could literally do anything, whether it's travel or I mean, because traveling, I love traveling and I feel like I don't get enough traveling just between work and kids and it's hard. So, yeah, get out and see the world. Enjoy it. Enjoy the freedoms, because there's going to come a time where you're going to get into settle down mode and you're not going to be able to do that as much. So perfect. That's the perfect answer. <laughs> I can agree more with that. Um, okay. What inspires you? Music. I love music. <laughs> so, what type um, of music? I, I mean, it can range from stuff from my youth, from like what my parents used to listen to. It just stimulates memories from like my mom cooking dinner to like Billy Joel or my dad listening to Willie Nelson and taking us to, to concerts. And I mean, just, I feel like there are so many memories attached to all sorts of music, even just, I used to go with my dad to the opera when I was younger, we would go to the Met. Um, We would also go to a lot of Broadway shows so like all of these things, like there's so many memories tied in with the music, but I love like Jimmy Buffett. I love singer songwriter type of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's just so much. So what's your go-to have... karaoke song? Oh gosh. I don't have one. My, my own music is not <laughs> as good as I would like it to be. Yeah. Like I don't know. To, like, if you were to like crank the music in your house and just like have a dance party, like what's your go-to song? Oh my goodness. Well, sometimes I feel like I don't always have the choices there, but my daughter will crank the Taylor Swift music and that's become like a popular thing in the house. Now we all know all of like her different eras, like her, all her different albums and everything. As long as it's not Baby Shark. (laughs) No, no, I know. (laughs) Taylor Swift, I can can do that. I love Taylor. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to take it a little bit deeper. What is your biggest fear? Ooh, my biggest fear. I feel like one of my biggest fears is not having my own freedom, like whether it's like medical freedom, um, like my rights being compromised. Like I, I feel like for me right now, like in this world, it's so important, like how I want to raise my children what kind of world I want to bring them up in. And I feel like some of that gets a little compromised these days. So I would say that 
my fear would be not having the ability to kind of do it the way I want to, or like having to like losing my freedom as a mom to do things the way that I want to. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What would your limo entrance be if you were on The Bachelorette? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I did, I never watched The Bachelorette. Is that bad? <laughs> That's okay. I was like, do you know what that is? Okay, just, just checking. Um, so you've never watched it. Okay, so how it goes the first night, there's like 30, say there's 30 girls and one bachelor. They all get out of the limo, dressed beautiful, hairs, professional, beautiful, like stunning, shiny dresses. And then they each come out of the limo one at a time and they go up to the bachelor and they introduce themselves. But some people can be funny. Some people don't wear a beautiful dress and they wear like Halloween costume or some people like arrive on a horse and and a carriage. So it's like, really can be so creative, as creative as you want for your entrance. And like, yeah, some people just kind of go in simply just saying their name. Um, Some people, yeah, they'll do like a catchy line, like, hey, remember me when we get inside? I don't know. It could be so many things. So I feel like for me, um, I would definitely not be the the one who's like decked out to the nines. I totally love comfort. <laughs> so, um, and I'm so much of like, you, you get what you see type of person. Like, I'm not going to put on a show for like anybody. So like, I would just probably come out in my Birkenstocks, a comfortable like skirt and, you know, just have my bracelets and just feel comfortable. And I feel like almost like, you know, sharing who you are from the start. That's really what matters. You know, I don't think having my hair done all nice and like, you know, getting my makeup done and having the highest heels and the, you know, whatever outfit, like, I just feel like for me, like there, I have done so much inner work that I'm comfortable just how I am right now. (laughs) Yeah. That's the best answer, honestly, just being comfortable and and who you are and just yeah like would you just go up and be like hi I'm Nicole um so nice to meet you or what would you say yeah probably like hey I've never watched the show what what's going on <laughs> what are we doing here like um <laughs> yeah so what what's the deal what are we doing next like <laughs> that's awesome okay what is the last thing that you googled the last thing that I googled um I am pretty sure it was my daughter's grades for something hold on yeah it was a course registration form for something for my daughter but I recently have googled about sound healing like some of the benefits of sound healing because I'm always wanting to explore other ways that modalities could be used and one of the a restaurant that I'm going to for someone's wedding this weekend Mm, okay so nothing embarrassing? Nothing. No, nothing. I mean, yeah. It's pretty normal. On here. I do have 300. What is embarrassing is I do have 364 tabs open on my phone. So. Okay. I Google a lot, but I leave them mm-hmm. ready for when I'm going to come back to them. Yeah. It's like sometimes they'll just, they'll just disappear and I don't, I don't see them. So I never exit them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just. Just as bad. Okay. If you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, one meal for the rest of my life. I mean, I love sushi. So I would probably go with sushi. Okay. 
Okay. Last question. What's your favorite podcast other than Spirit Scoop? Oh, that I was going to say, that's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, I have a podcast that I listen to a lot. Let me see if I can pull it up for you guys. It's somebody who um, I've done a lot of healing work with and she's great. Like we, we do a lot of support together. So it's like myself, her and another practitioner, we kind of like do trade-off sessions and me every like, you know, couple weeks and just like work on things for each other. Oh, it's called lighten your load, but yeah, look at it. Her name is Tanil and it's called lighten your load podcast. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. And I lied. That was not the last question. This is the last question. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something else came to me. Okay. What is your favorite for yourself? Like when you're running the scanner, like what mm-hmm. is your favorite thing that you choose to scan for yourself? Like whether it's intuition, whether it's like third eye activation. Oh, for frequency, for like frequencies. I would say, yeah, I have an intuition list that also works on like decalcifying the pineal gland. It's there's a metal detox in it that will help to like open up your third eye. There's also, let me pull it up. There are a couple like homeopathics in there that are really good as well. And I feel like if I'm doing sessions and I'm really like into the session, I like to have the list on because it's just like that little extra so actually sometimes in our classes, I would put the list on mm. and it just like gives you that little extra boost. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Let me pull it up and I'll tell you what's in it. Um, intuition. So the third eye chakra, aloe, which is supposed to be good for like purification. And then there's a metal plus detox, a chemical detox, a pesticide detox, trace mineral complete so that like restores good mineralization um and also dreams and an aura builder oh that's a good combination (laughs) yeah and literally there was one time in that class that I had the list on and someone in our class was like oh my god Nicole I see your aura you have this like huge white aura like around you it's crazy I was like oh my gosh it's my aura builder (laughs) oh wow so cool so it was running at the same time yeah how neat yeah okay this was so much fun and uh yeah I could stay here all day but yeah where can people find you where can people connect with you so blue sky healing on instagram and it's b-l-u-e and then sky has my son's name in it so it's s-k-a-i healing and that's on instagram I recently started a TikTok account because I felt like I needed to be on there and um, Facebook too. So yeah, come and find me. And I'd love to, you know, share more. And I I also try to like post some of like the um, informational things about the scanner that people a lot of times have questions on or just add value in some way to help others to learn more about themselves and like connect with their intuition and know how they're feeling and hopefully it's helpful yeah I would love to do um the aura builder with you and just do all of the the last seven that you listed I'm like yes that sounds good I can always use a refresh 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime. And then do you have a website also that people can possibly book on? So I have a tap link right now and that you'll find it if you go to my Instagram or like any of my social pages, you'll find the tap link there. Okay, perfect. So people can just book um, through your link on your Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Yay. Thank you so much. Um, no. thank, you, thank you for coming on. It was so nice to chat with you. And Yeah, no, I, it was really my pleasure. I'm so excited we got to do it. And this was just really nice. So thank you for having me. 